Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yes, 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 it is the Castworthy Podcast, and we are back. I am Big Steve, a.k.a. Last of a Dying Breed, on the Twitter machine, joined by EJ the Savage today. Uh, it's just the two of us. We can make it. Um, just the two of us. <laughs> uh, no, no VP today. Um, you know, he's a last-minute scoundrel that uh, snuck out on us mm-hmm. this fine day. Um, but we're here. It's Sunday, February 26th, and uh, this is episode 178 of the Castworthy Podcast, and uh, we're ready to go. So, uh, Temp Chat, how you been? Hey, man. Uh, still cold up here. It was uh, 70, then it went down, <laughs> and it stayed down. Little flurries of snow, but, um, you know. I thought, th- I thought there was a blizzard. It didn't hit y'all. Shit, I'm waiting on it. <laughs> they didn't hit us yet. Hey, I'm waiting on it, man. About to start a new job tomorrow. You oh know? yeah, yeah, man. I had to get out of the the old digs, man. It was just toxic. You know what I mean? Like it's sad, that sh- man. That shit's fucking um had to be depressing. It, you know, it's it's sad enough when you work in a service industry and. You you're working in a, a hostile environment anyway, right? Working in corrections where you got murderers, killers, rapists, literally around you twenty four seven, and they're not the problem, right? The problem is is the people that supposedly supervise you or supervise you, and it's just like, bro, like because you don't know what you're doing, you're you're making everyone's life around you miserable. And it's it's kind of sad, man. That that you know, and I hate to racialize things so early in the pod, but uh, and I don't even like to use use the word race because I've always you know said it was a construct of white supremacy. We're all the same human race, but hate to make it a cultural uh thing early. But you know, I've been in environments where Caucasian people run the show, right? And I've been the token. Uh, black person they promoted to be the token um, but even in that as long as you do what they ask you to do they might not let you advance they might not really care about your opinion they may not really let you do anything but they don't harass you for nonsense it's it's our own people sometimes and in this sense culturally uh, people that are they're, they're of our, our ethnicity but they're from another nation being African, West African, and it's just like it's a whole another dynamic that's added to it, and it's just sad, man. We've lost so many people in my position over like a year, two year and a half span, like at least ten people, veteran people, 
So, I mean, that should tell you something, man. But had to get out of there. Well, throw on top of that, that it's a thankless profession. Social work is a thankless profession. You know what I mean? Like, nobody truly appreciates social workers. Um, nobody talks about how they're underpaid. Nobody talks about the, um, you know, what goes along with when you have a decision that you suggest and, and somebody goes and, you know, the state or whatever goes the other way, you know, and then down the line you see this child or whatever dealing with um you know what you were afraid of what you were concerned with and stuff like that right and so you know scale that up i know you're not dealing with with you weren't dealing with small children anymore but um but you know you it's just a thankless profession so um when it gets toxic, it gets even more difficult. And, um, you know, hopefully the new digs is a little less stressful. Um, yeah. <laughs> we already have, you know, we got enough to deal with day to day as just people, as men, black men, men in general. Uh, and so, yeah, man, hopefully new is it closer to the closer to home? <sighs> no, um, that was the that was the other thing. I wanted to find something closer to home, but. The, the other thing that has always been wild to me that Maryland as a state, as a whole, doesn't pay as much as D.C. does. And when you're talking about competing, it, it does to me still, because when you're talking about competing with, you know, the job market to places around you, you know, you're talking about a 45 minute difference. It ain't like we talking New York to Delaware. You know what I mean? Like it's a 45 minute difference. So you would think. It's some comparative uh, competition, but, you know, um, we had a Democratic governor for eight years who had the audacity at one point to try to run for president and tell people how he was going to create jobs, but yet didn't increase state employees wages for his eight year term. But again, when you're a Democratic state and, you know, as we often say, uh, when you ride with your party blindlessly, uh, blindly, rather, I uh, just made that up. Blindly, uh, good word, it's a good word, <laughs> right? Uh, when you ride with your party blindly, no one is checking for anyone, and then nothing gets done. So, the eight years that we allowed this dude to run the state and not advance us, we are. And you know, we saw what he was doing as Baltimore City mayor, but we still decided to vote for him for governor. So, um, I think we're about two, two or three governors behind and even catching it and i don't know that our current governor is is i don't know what he's really going to do i mean he's already going to be faced with a lot coming in behind a republican democrat uh, a republican uh governor and being the democratic you know savior now being a black guy i don't know what he's going i don't know what he's going to be able to do so i say all of that to say it is very surprising to me that we haven't advanced and pay in comparison to D.C., which leaves a lot of Marylanders getting on a train 45 minutes to an hour every day to try to go get more money. Yeah. I mean, it, it never makes sense. Like, Florida's the same way. Florida, you know, people always said, well, the cost of living is lower, blah, blah, blah. But now it's so high in demand that the cost of living is extremely high. Uh, the housing market down here is out of control in, compar in comparison to a lot of places. And so with that, you would think that there would be, you know, competitive wages. But, um, you know, when you talk about uh, demographic or geographic, geographically located, you know, being in Florida, you 
can't make that money, right? And so what people are doing and what's making it even more difficult is people are getting these jobs nowadays, these remote jobs, you know, um, in where their headquarters are in California or they're in, you know, Connecticut or New York or, you know, D.C. And then they live in Florida, right? Because even though our market is high for us who live here, comparably, it's not for somebody who is on a California wage or on a New York wage or a DC wage, et cetera. So, um, you know, so it just makes it harder for people to actually live here. And then, you know, you pair that with um, our governor, who's just an absolute piece of shit. Um, you know, it just gets even harder. So I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, when you talk about, you know, wages and being competitive and not only that, but because it's so high in demand, there's always people available to replace people here. You know what I'm saying? There's, it's not like it used to be where it was a um, it was a uh, retirement state and most of the people were older and whatever, right? Now you got tons and tons of college kids coming out of college and all these Florida institutions ready to work. And, you know, they'll take these first timers and give them, give them the gigs early on. So uh, it's just, it's just, you know, it's tough, man. But hopefully, again, the new uh, the new digs is a little less stressful and um, you know a little less somber and <laughs> and you get more time uh, time with your peoples. You don't got to see um, you know January six people every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think any I think some to some degree any environment where you know people ain't getting stabbed <laughs> and beat up all around you uh, on purpose at least <laughs> has to be a little better, but. No, we'll see, man. We'll see. It's always nervous. It's always nerve wracking and awkward to roll into a new spot, you know, because um, you kind of get comfortable, even though it's toxic. You still know what's going on. You know how to move, yeah. you know who to avoid. You know, now you got to learn everything over, you know, and people know you. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's the comfort of being able to call and be like, yo, I'm not going to make it today. And they'd be like, OK, well, I know I know this person's ethic and it is what it is right but when you go to a new spot you you got a little while before you can take a day off now so (laughs) yeah everybody looking at everything trying to figure it out and you know you said it you know i mean being uh, a guy in the workplace especially in a in a professional workplace being a black man is is is, uh you know people got eyes on because because we are the minority in a lot of these settings and you stand out you know what I mean? So it, I don't know, man. We, we, it's, I, I just, I hear so many things and then, then it's like, it doesn't apply to us. You know what I'm saying? Like people talk about workplace environment and microaggression. You always hear about it and it's never representative of the black male perspective. Mm. Like what do we, what do we encounter? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when we on the elevator and, and you know, people, people take those things lightly. Like it still don't happen today. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it just it's, it's weird. It's the smallest things, man. It's the smallest. It's it's tough being a big black man. Um, you know, I was at Disney, I'll give you an example. I was at Disney uh Thursday, I think it was. I think it was Thursday. And I went to go get, you know, a, a cart to, to push the kid in or whatever. And there's a group of like five girls working that register, right? They're chit chatting, talking and laughing and joking and you know, and then I walked up and it got real like quiet. 
<laughs> you know, real quiet. Nobody greets me for a couple seconds, even though there's five of them there that could do the job. Mm-hmm. And finally, one of the girls is like, oh, hi, how, how can I help you? And I'm like, what? Is, like, it's never been like that before, you know, it's never been like that before. But it just uh, it was just weird, man. It's just weird. And uh, and it's the little things like that where, um, you know, like you said, people don't put any stock in it. They think that oh, that you're overreacting. But, you know, that wouldn't have happened if it was, uh, you know, Johnny with his uh, Sperry's walking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In yeah. his boat, you know, his boat shoes and his his polo. They'd be like, hey, how you doing, buddy? You know what I mean? Like, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to know. You got to feel it. You got to experience it to know it. And and the thing for me is, like, anyone can say that, right? Like, VP always says, everyone shouldn't be believed, but they should be heard, right? And the thing that I'm getting to, that we're getting at, is that we hear from everyone else. But no one ever actually really wants to hear from us. Hmm. That's the difference because we could just be it could have just been five young girls just lollygagging and they might have done that to everybody. Yeah. But to to always go to us and say, uh, your feelings might be a little invalid. No one we we get that more than than anyone gets that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People still clutching their pearls around us. Like <laughs> yo, I mean, I yo, I'm telling you. I be looking at somebody bitches like, yo, I make a lot more money than you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I promise you, I'm not stealing from you. I can right. tell by what you have on. I can tell by the car you drive. I can tell by your little credit card that you use. You know, a little swipey swipe. Listen, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not taking from somebody that got a little little Capital One venture and you're paying Walgreens with that. Like you don't got a, a debit card, bitch. Like I'm not stealing from you. I promise. You're getting a little judgy now. <laughs> I got a Capital One venture, but I'm not using it at Walgreens, you know, for a five dollar purchase, you know. Um maybe they building points, man. I don't know. But I get to drift. <laughs> I'm just saying. I get I'm to drift. Um yeah, so so you know, well, all right, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still in a relationship? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you said that a little a little somberish, so there's that. Nah. Answer. You said you was doing the weekly check. I knew it was coming. I, I didn't know it was coming last week, but so, yeah, I guess you know till April. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta relax. Spring break coming around the way, you know. Um what's what's good with you though? Uh same old same man, you know, working. Um trying to find a way to take over the world and get rich. 
Mm. You know, I think um, there's all this all this technology. You know, and I think people a lot of people are behind in technology, and um, mm-hmm. and it's important for people to realize that um, humans will be expendable very soon uh, in in many workplaces. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of uh, I think it's called Chat GPT. People no, been talking about it. Um, well, ChatGPT is a, is a program or software where you can basically program it to do whatever you want. You can. So I'll give you an example. I went into it and I'm like, hey, give me a um, I'll see if I could pull it up. I said, uh, give me a movie review for Forrest Gump in as DMX. Right. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but I did it because I wanted I wanted to see just how wild it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And it did it. Let me see if it pulls up in DMX's voice. No, no, no. It's 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 AI. Right. So it's all AI. So it won't it it doesn't give you the kick out. But here's that's the kicker. Right. There are programs that you can you can place over it to read it out loud to you. So I'm looking Right. So I'm looking, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again right now. Um, give, here, I'll do it right now. Give me a, and I'll tell you exactly what it looks like when it comes out. A movie review of Forrest Gump as DMX. And why did you choose Forrest Gump for all movies? It was just a movie that came to mind that I figured, I didn't think this thing was that smart. So I'm like, all right, if I choose like, a, a movie title that, that could be something else. I didn't want it to get um, confused, so mm-hmm. I said Forrest Gump. You can't fuck that up. It's a movie, right? So let me let me tell you what this says. It's writing it right now as we speak. It says, "Yo, what's good? It's your boy DMX, and I just watched Forrest Gump. Let me tell you, this movie is something special. It's a classic. <laughs> watch, watch. It's a classic that's been around for a minute. For a minute, right? Wow." But it still holds up today. First of all, let's talk about the man himself, Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks did his thing with this character. Mm. It's crazy, right? Um, so it's talk. It talks to you. And the first time I did it, like, and it's still writing, and it probably will. But um, but when I first the first time I did it, it was like it had dog in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's talking to me like, dog, you know. Yo, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he really bought in life. Flores is a simple man with a big heart, and you can't help but root for him throughout the whole movie. He goes through so much in his life from going with leg braces, fighting in Vietnam. Blah, blah. Anyway, so this thing, um, and that's uh, that's just an example, right? So you can program this thing to do whatever you want. Like we could program this thing today to, to spit out everything we wanted to read on our podcast Mm. or we want it. Right. And then we could have another program be built over it. Right. Which is an AI person or bot that reads it and we won't even have to be here and it could still be a podcast. Now, People may not want to watch that, may not be, you know, as entertaining as seeing people, people, whatever, but you could do it. Think about podcasts. If it's just an audio podcast. Yeah. Right. You could do that. Um, I did another one where I had I said, um, 
I just wanted to check it out. So I'm like, um, write me a low sodium, a four week low sodium diet. Right. And that motherfucker said week one breakfast, <laughs> egg whites, broccoli, it, like, and it wrote you a whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So that's just a, that's a, a, a short way of outlining a little bit of what it does and its capabilities. Um, I'm going to send you some information because it's really, really crazy. Um, and I think it's important for people to know what is out there, yo. Like well, I've seen different reports and you've seen the different robots that they've come out with that are, you know, moving, doing the martial arts. And now I saw something crazy where a robot said it wants to be free. And so mm-hmm. I don't know how true that is, but I mean, we, we're literally creating the Terminator out here. Yeah. Every movie, um, every movie that we've seen where robots and AI were a thing like iRobot and stuff like that. It's starting to move into that direction. We I are starting to, we are starting to move, uh, in that direction. They're training, they're training, uh, robots to handle fast food and, and, and culinary orders. And like, you talking about jobs being obsolete. Like, you know what I mean, like, I mean, now shit, you can go to a McDonald's now in order from the digital board and then they just give it to you so now there's less people taking your order right that's just more people giving it to you so you've already removed one tier from that three tier system because you had the, the one person that takes your order you have the other person that prepared it and then you had the other person that could possibly just give it to you or whatever it is now you just have the, the aspect of your ordering it and somebody's just preparing it or just preparing it and bringing it to you. So it's already cutting cutting out, man. I mean, it's only a few few professions out there that, you know, will be kind of somewhat irreplaceable. Yeah. This um this thing to put it into perspective also, you can have it write a paper for you. Think about mm-hmm. that. Right? And it will write a whole paper. Like you could say, write me a paper about the theory of blah 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 and make it x amount of words and it will write the shit front to back you can have it teach you something teach me everything i need to know to be certified in blah right <laughs> and it will spit it all out you know like this thing is it's crazy it's crazy and it, it's so crazy so crazy that this is not new um but it's new for people to see because it was taken off the internet back in 2021 because mm-hmm. Because they wanted to check, you know, get the checks and balances and see what the concerns were and and shit like that. Like, you can go on there and be like, hey, give me an idea for um, investment options. Right. Do you have any do you have any ideas for uh, good investment options? And it will tell you, hey, you should try this one. It's performing at X percentage. Like this is what the historical was. Now, granted, you can Google all of this. Right. But this motherfucker gonna spit it right out. Like you don't have to go look in a page and do all the reading and you know what I mean. Like that's it's crazy, yo. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you some more offline so you can need, see how we need to how get wild this week to today's NBA picks. Well, I tried that. I tried that. <laughs> I tried something like that, but it was like um, it was like I'm sorry, I don't have access to current stats. Um, in Vegas for Vegas. Yeah, Vegas yeah. undefeated, bro. Yeah, you can't beat them. God damn. So I was actually thinking, you know, fantasy football. I was thinking, um, 
DFS. So I'm like, uh, tell me, and I was just trying them. Like, tell me the QB who had the best QBR in 2022 versus cover two. Right? <clears throat> this way, think about it. Like, if I'm creating a lineup and I know that the Cowboys play cover two 85% of the time, right? And the QB that has the highest QBR against cover two and the most passing yards against cover two is Kirk Cousins, let's say, and they're playing the Vikings this week, then I'm going to use Kirk Cousins on my DFS lineup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of thing that that this thing can do right now, though. It's it's um it doesn't have the full capability, but it's going to be it's going to be interesting and it's going to be uh, there's a lot to it. And I think people need to be aware. Um, it is called uh, chat GPT. And if you're interested, go to chat.openai.com. You can create a login and you can play with it and um, you will be absolutely amazed. Absolutely amazed. Um so there's that, man. So that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to take over the world, trying to find ways to use this technology, different technology, to um, you know, to be a millionaire. So I can move you to Florida and we can do this podcast live <laughs> and um, you know, do it on our own accord. Yeah, yeah. I I'd actually be afraid, you know, the older you, the older I get, I don't I mean, I know this sounds crazy to some degree, and I know we I know in my rational mind I would totally disagree with myself. But some days I kind of wonder, you know, like I look at I look at society and the celebrities and the the people that we know are rich and famous and et cetera. And I'm like, we all die. <laughs> you know, we, and none of us take this with us. Uh, like I always say, the Egyptians tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> all this shit now is in London somewhere, which which is still it's still baffling to me because Walt Disney still frozen somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it, well, yeah, I, you know, it's just baffling. That always baffles me. You know, all of those kings and pharaohs and bloodlines, none of these people had Egyptian relatives that can claim this shit. But whatever. Um, again, you know, we get rich. What does that do for the values of our offspring, for the future of our society, for the future of our culture? What what you know, I know it's great and everybody always talks about generational wealth. And I know so many people that are chasing that that are our age, no children, no legacy. And that's great. I mean, but what what do you have left in this world if you leave knowing that your bloodline is gone or you don't have anyone to pass it off to? Um, you could say, Hey, I know what good I might have done, but I don't know. Did you really? I don't know. Like, what do, what are we really contributing to today and now, and to what happens when we really leave this place? And when you're rich, do your kids? How are they gonna act? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who are they gonna be when you're gone? You know what I mean? Like, I see so many people talking about fighting over estates and relatives that don't even speak to each other anymore. Like, what? I don't know. Like, what is it? Is it all worth it? Yeah, that's common. And I wonder, you know, like, I wonder if those are broke people problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, are we fighting over, are we fighting over five grand? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, five thousand in the account. There was no will. Oh, half of that's mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I don't know that that happens at the $50 million mark. I don't know that that happened. You know what I sure mean? Because there's, there's enough to go around. Sure um, does. We've seen it. We've seen it. I can't think of examples at the moment, but I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. I would rather my kids fight over fifty million than ten thousand dollars. Let's put it that way. But I, I get what you're saying. But you have to like you have to trust that um 
trust that the values that you instill in your your children um, are going to lead them in the right direction. Should that happen? Right. Mm -hmm. Should you should you go? You have to trust that you've prepared your three girls to make the best decisions. And even if not all three of them, even if you're questionable about one, you know, (laughs) at least, you know, two out of three, you're going to do the right thing. Two out of three are going to make the right decisions. Two out of three, two will get the third one right. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, At least one, you know, and so I know it's 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 scary, right? You never get you never. And that's what I, I try to tell. You know, I always think about that for our parents, right? Like, you know, um, my mom, for example, you know, I told her, like, listen, go travel, go travel, spend the money. You can't take it. Like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. Don't worry about me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The last thing that I personally would be thinking about if my mom goes is what money she got for me. You know what I'm saying? Like people should be like, and that's, of course, people are different, but you'd be thinking, and I'm sure you're just like me, you'd be thinking, damn, I wish I had more time, you know, Mm -hmm. I wish versus, versus the money. Right. And so I think it's important for people to understand, like, listen, you need to take advantage of the time that you have left and stop trying to live, um, and live your life to plan only for Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The next person, next people. Like, you do that when you your children are children. But as they get older and they start to learn their own way, you hope that you've molded them for that 17, 18, 19, 20 years to now where you can let go. Um, and, and that's, I think, you know, that's where, where it is for me. Um, you know, mine is five, right? He's five years old. So I still have a long time to go, but the way that life is today, like you never know what's going to happen and if you're going to make it tomorrow. So the sooner, the better, (laughs) the sooner, the better that I can make it to where if I go, this kid don't got nothing to worry about or whoever's going to take over him. It's not a burden, right? Because that's what I think about too all the time is like, if you have to leave your kids with someone else, are they going to do the right thing? Are they going to care for them the way you care for them? You know, um, fortunately for me, I've got some really good friends and shit. Um, and fan, you all, you, <laughs> I don't say family, <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I really don't, you know, honestly, I don't have no family besides you. Um, and, and my mom, of course, but, um, that would take care of, take care of him. So the goal, right. Is set him up, set whoever is going to, take care of him up if we were to go to be good and not have to worry about a financial burden or anything like that. And I think that's the key as parents um, for now. 
Yeah, and, and that's that's precisely what I mean. I mean, you know, again, it's the because look at it this way, right? You you can be rich and do all of that, but but how many rich people do we know really sit there and enjoy life and mm-hmm. you know it's always the working, it's always a constant. Always. I gotta do this, I gotta do more. And it's like when do at when at what point do we realize that you know life has no price tag? You know what I mean? Like time is is undefeated and that's the most expensive thing we got and so i I think for us and And it's unpredictable right like life would be so different imagine if somebody said to you yo ej now it would be scary it'd be scary as fuck right you got 24 hours to live just think even even if someone said to you today yo it's um february 26 2023 um you have until february 28th or February 26, 2028, to make the most of your life because that's when it ends. Right? Yeah. Like, do you live your life? Do you live your life different? Does some do people live their life different if they knew their expiration date, you know, their transition mm-hmm. date? Um, and the fact that yeah. you don't know is where I think it's important for what you're saying. Like, you know, listen, I wanna I wanna make it happen, but I, I'm not gonna not have fun in the process. You know what I'm saying? There's people that go out there, they work 20 hours a day. They take one vacation a year and that's their one time to, you know, you know, to, to relax and shit. And sure, they may be it, it may work out and they may be extremely successful. But realistically, what's you know, what's at what cost? You're missing good portions of your lives. You're not taking advantage of it. I think you hit it on the head when you pointed out the generational difference The our, our parents generation was focused on us so much so that they didn't focus on themselves. And then we're caught in a we're caught in a generation where you got people that all they think about is themselves. You got people that have a little balance and then you got people that that have to just think about uh, other people as well um, as far as raising a family and things. And I just think that our generation is caught in that moment where people really think they they have tomorrow. Like, ah, I'm going to just get this money now. I'll be 43 <laughs> with a with a two-year-old, you know, with a one-year-old, uh, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. Or, you know, I seen, I seen the thing where I, I'm cool with being a rich auntie forever. Okay, but are you? Know, you? I, I'm, I'm cool being the, the, the uncle that pops up every now and then. Okay. Yeah, you know? people, people say that now, but as you get older, like I've seen people that had that kind of outlook and that mindset, and they're still that way. And deep down, you know, they're missing something. They have that emptiness, you know. Um, they've never had the opportunity or the chance to care for a child, you know, um, to have to worry about whatever it was. Now, you know, granted, there's good days and there's bad days, you know, there's good days and bad. There's stressful days, you know. But I tell you, there's far more good days than there are bad days, you know, when you when you have a parent or you have or a child, when you are a parent, you have a child, something to work for. Right, something to value your life to for, live because for. yeah, to live for. Because if you like your decisions change, my decisions change drastically over the last five years. You know that fulfillment, though. That and then again, it's like you know, and I'm not knocking it for anybody who wants to live it, but you know, there is things that you consider, and it's like, well, who's gonna remember me? You know, because it's one thing to be an aunt, and it's another thing to be a parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, we we love we loved our aunts and uncles, but I don't know. You know, you never know whose kids is, you know, they're not gonna take care of you. They gotta take care of their mom too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't know. I think we just we just worry about the wrong shit sometimes, you know. I just wonder, you know, and if chasing the bag per se is always the thing, because that was one thing I was thinking about. Do I get another job closer to home that's gonna pay? less and i'm like all right it's 20 grand less do i have more time am i closer i'm sure i'll probably be as stressed out but you know and it's other things to weigh you know what i mean um this job is promising to be a little bit more flexible so that'll give me more time to be with friends and family but at some point in time you know when we get good we have to really consider like you know is the money really everything we really doing this for you know yeah, I think we you 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 said it too. We live in a society today that tells us that that's what you're doing it for. Every time you open up your phone and look at social media, you know, and as as poisonous as it is, it's hard to get away from it. Like I can't mm-hmm. I, I can't get away from it, you know. Um, but um, we live in a society that tells us that we need to be we need to have money, right? And we come from a culture where we have to have money, right? Allegedly, people. Listen, I know people that make $40,000 a year that'd be like, oh, I can't take a picture today because I wore this outfit once already. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What? This You don't live that life. And if you do, you shouldn't. <laughs> because that tells me what your savings account looks like. Mm-hmm. That tells me what your 401k looks like. That tells me what you're going to be. You're going to be working until you're about 70 years old. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. But we come from that culture of we have to shine. We have to be better. We have to look better than the next person, right? We're always thinking that way. And it's hard to get away from it, myself included. I mean, here I am <laughs> preaching, preaching to the fucking choir, you know, with, you know, way too much shit, you know. Um, but you know, we're programmed that way. Our culture is programmed that way. And we would be so far ahead as people. Like, I could count today how much more I could have if I if I didn't live like that. Like, I work with a dude that wears a pair of shoes every single day, the same pair of work shoes. Black leather shoes, no matter what he's wearing. Brown shirt, <laughs> black shoes. Red shirt, black shoes. Green shirt, <laughs> black shoes, right? <laughs> Christmas time. It was raining outside. He's like, damn, my sock is wet. And I'm like, your sock is wet. He's like, yeah, I got a hole in the bottom of these shoes. I got to go get a new pair of shoes. I'm like, that's the only pair of shoes you got. He's like, this is my only pair of work shoes. (laughs) I have a pair of work shoes. I have a pair of tennis tennis shoes, he calls them, right, (laughs) that I wear on the weekends. And I have a pair of boots. Three pairs of shoes, right? But if you think about it, we would never... (laughs) <laughs> we could never mm-hmm. as a man in our culture in our society we're judged by that mm-hmm. we're judged by that if you yeah. were like that you ain't getting no buns yeah you ain't getting no buns in our culture but if you're like that and you have something to offer you might get some buns in another culture yeah yeah and then people question why people date outside the race 
Oh, now see, now you're going somewhere else. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's that's how our culture is right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a handful. There's there's probably a great deal of individuals, um, but we're very prideful about our appearance. We are mm-hmm. very prideful about our appearance as black people, as as minorities in general. I won't just say black people, minorities in general. We're extremely prideful about our appearance and we're judged by it. We go out like no one is going out looking crazy. No one's going out looking crazy. Worried about the edges, worried about the crease in your in your shoes and the... right. <sighs> if you if somebody called you and was like, yo, let's go out and you know, you ain't have no shoes to wear with a certain shirt, you can go buy a shirt. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going out with shoes that don't match your shirt. Like, that's how we live. That's how our culture is, right? That's how it's been taught to us for years. We see that in our celebrities. We see that in our in our heroes. Like, you know, you don't see that in, like I said it before, you don't see that on the red carpet. You don't see a red carpet at the freaking State of the Union. They not popping up like that. You don't see Tom Hanks like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You don't, you don't see Elon like that. You don't see Jeff Bezos like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, now you do because he's divorcing. He out there, you know, doing his thing thing. But you don't, right? But our heroes, Jay-Z, Beyonce, um, Kanye, um, Rihanna. Rihanna, everyone you can think of is teaching us and teaching our children that you have to be, a, you, your appearance has to be A1 when you present yeah. yourself. We, we've been that way for years, you know, rocking the designers that, that, you know, don't appeal to us. You know, people laugh stuff on Marbury out the gym when he created shoes that were $10, mm-hmm. you know, people laughed him out the gym. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we, we, you know, that our time, which, you know, I'm fearful today because I have a child that subscribes to Jordan's was never my thing i had one pair of jordans my entire life well that's my I, favorite niece so <laughs> and, and i didn't i didn't have them until i was a grown adult and i didn't even want them um but you know it, i'm fearful when i look at her because i remember what was being done in my time from people in my neighborhood that didn't have them and we saw people with them on but i mean again you know that was people in the 90s losing their lives losing their face over a hundred pairs hundred dollar pair of shoes that probably cost ten dollars to make you know so yeah i don't know i say all that to say man i just wonder you know going back uh you know is is money really it for us is you know i know we need it don't get me wrong because i like to enjoy life and have some fun but it, it just only feeds my feeling of one day just living somewhere in the third not necessarily third world country but somewhere is much cheaper where life just at a standstill and everything's okay you know when you go out to nate when you go out the country and you go to some of these places people ain't worried about shit man they're chilling they're, they're chilling. not worried about shit they're they, chilling they, they, they they're not getting up hustling bustling they're not like they're chilling yeah you know but that feeling that that you that you wish for is the feeling that we fight for when we're trying to go get this money for our children like that's what i want i want my son to be 25 30 whatever age it is and be like all right what am i doing today mm-hmm. i i'm not working i don't gotta go to work mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm gonna go through that so hopefully you don't gotta go through that yeah yeah you're Hashtag right jay-z bars um you're right. you're right like that's 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 where we are man 
But um, yeah, it's a good talk, man. Good talk there. Good talk there. So um, what else is going on? Chris Brown. <laughs> Since I ventured a little bit, I told I the line a little toxic. bit. <laughs> told the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was it was alleged. It was alleged that uh, Chris Brown, well, he's on tour right now. He's in London. Mm-hmm. It was alleged by um, some young ladies that they went to see Chris Brown. They went to, you know, the VIP and they were told no black girls in the VIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was last week, I think, or the week before. So uh, it was a little bit ago. We missed it last week on last week's pop. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He clapped back this week and was like, post a picture of him in the VIP surrounded by black women. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, this is this is my, my norm every day. You think there's any accuracy to that or you think this is just clout chasing? Nah, it's definitely clout chasing because he's an easy target. You know, the thing about Chris Brown, man, like. He light skin. They not only, not only that, I mean the dude, the dude. When you talk about, see, I've been always conflicted over him. One, I never been a, that crazy over his music, but then two, the whole Rihanna situation. Um, like for him to even have a career after that is astounding in itself. And then it's just been shit after shit. You know, the incident at his house. At some point, this dude needs to rebrand. At some point, you know, and and if you watch certain interviews he's been on, like Drink Champs, you can see a lot of this stuff that he gets into. It's because he's just who, he's just Chris Brown. He's a name. He's a punching bag now. He's an easy target. But at some point, as black men, we have to understand, and black men that have made a ton of mistakes, that a black man that all of his mistakes have been publicly uh, publicly I'm tongue tied today publicly broadcasted and and posted for the world to see you have to understand you got to move a little differently and i mean maybe his pr people now are a little bit better than they've been in the past where he was able to make that clap back but i mean something at some point you got to start to control your narrative a little bit better um and i think a lot of it he can he can't really help but he's an easy target, man. And I don't know if he needs to just take a hiatus for a quick second. Um, you see Usher, right? Usher, who's been through a lot of similar things where he's been in a lot of negative press. I mean, a man made a whole album about how he was a scumbag and sold millions <laughs> off of it. Uh, now he's just doing the Vegas residency. You know, you don't really see him 
anywhere. Which is pricey as fuck, by the way, because I was trying to go. Hey, and he's and he's telling you for my peace, for my security, for my sanity, where I ain't got these instances where I gotta worry about who's coming in the club. Nah, I'm at the Vegas residency. You you might see me on stage, you might see me in Vegas where it's nice and controlled, and I'm safe. At some point, Chris, I mean Chris Brown is not that far behind career wise to be packing it in, so to speak. But at some point, he might want to think about some things. Get maybe just get into the movie bag, you know, do something different. I don't know, but he's an easy target, man, and and I think that's just what it is. You know, I think it's also you. It, you are the company you keep. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you hang out with the wrong people all the time, like you just gonna it's gonna find you. It, you know, the press is gonna find you. The negative attention is gonna find you. Um. I think it's cloud chasing. Um, I, you know, I think it's like you said, it's an easy way to go viral, right? Everyone's looking to go viral somehow today. And if you have the right things, the right pieces to say, hey, look, I was here. I live in this city. I bought a ticket, right? And you didn't get let in for whatever reason. You could have been acting a fool. You could have been trying to jump the line. You could have looked like a, a cricket, like, <laughs> and, and you know, and it's as shallow as it sounds, this is not new. Studio Fifty Four people was being handpicked to go up in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's always been like that. It still happens in Miami. Try to go to live. Go stand in line. Think you getting in there? Hmm. If you don't got the right appearance, you ain't got the right clothes. You 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 don't look like you throwing some change or you spending some money. You not getting in. You're not getting in. And and that's no different, right? So what do you say? What's the easy way to go viral? I went to see Chris Brown, and they wouldn't let me in because I'm black. <laughs> you know? Is there any validity to it? Who can vouch for it? Who can challenge it besides the artist? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's 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 what makes it, um you know, to me, I think it's called chasing. Um I fucks with Chris Brown, man. I think he is trying to be low-key. Like, you don't see this guy. You saw him the weekend of the Grammys where he had a little blow-up online because he lost uh, Best R&B Male something, I believe. Um, and he was like, yo, who the hell did I... Who's this guy that I lost to, right? So I think he knows his his celebrity status. And, you know, when you hear a new name, you know, you're like, I never heard of this guy. How could he... He went over me. Again, that's a testament to who's around you that's allowing you to do. I mean, at some point, right before we before we hit send and Herm Edwards, if he ain't never do anything right, think before you hit send. Like, bro, all these people you pay around, you couldn't sit there and been like, yo, who's this person educating? Put me on before you did that, because although although it was received and it was taken, it helped. The other guy who we can't obviously even remember ourselves, it helped the other guy in the long run. You still, for that very little piece of moment, look like typical Chris Brown, the asshole from Tap Virginia, uh, right. Tap Handy Virginia. Like you, at some point, when when are you gonna get a little wiser? Yeah, you can't stay young no more. You're not young no more, bro. Just go be a parent, man. Just go be a parent to your daughter. Like when you see those those images surface, you see those videos surface. He looks like the greatest guy in the world, mm-hmm. you know. And and some people just have that soft spot. You could be a complete one hundred percent. I know some dudes that are scumbags, mm-hmm. just stab people, rob people, broke into houses, 
You see him around the kids, you would never know if you didn't know him. You'd be like, man, this is coach of the year. Literally yeah. coach of the year right here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, look at the ballet dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, some people are just built that way. And that's what it seems like for Chris Brown when you see that. And maybe he just needs to rebrand his dad. Like, yo, listen, I'm going to step away from, from music for a minute. Like, I'm going to finish this tour and I'm going to go figure some things out um, and rebrand, like you said. You have to when you him, right? Because it, it's, it's got to be hard because you want to be in the music. You want to be a part of things. You got the fans. Also, there's money. But he's an easy-ass target. Like, every like the world is coming at you fast all the time. And and I'm, I'm sure a lot of it is not his fault or he can help it. But at some point, they have to be human. Your celebrity, everything else can't come before all this shit that comes at you. And I mean, yeah. people say that's the life you chose. No, nah, they didn't. No, they didn't choose all of that piece. They knew it was part of it. But some of that shit's you're human. It, it it has to weigh on you. It has to. Guilty until proven innocent. He has that kind of title based on his track record. I mean, this you think about it, this guy's been around since he was like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. If we think, I mean, I, I'm sure if we look it up today, he's no older than 32, 33 years old, maybe 34 tops. Yeah. Like, he's a kid. He's still a kid. And I might be even stretching it right now. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, 33. Yeah. So you, you think like, shit, the Rihanna thing was 14 years ago, I think, something like that. I think he was like 19 years old when that happened. It's a long time ago, for sure. It feels like a, you know, feels like a lifetime ago, um, for sure. Mm, kinda. But, kinda. you know, he's always, always got something going on. Something going on. I saw some, uh, as while we're here on this, saw some back and forth. You know, um, actually, I, I was listening to podcasts. I think it was Joe Budden. And mm. He was saying that uh, he had some um, black women in his house, and um, they were making statements about, you know, um, Patrick Mahomes versus mm. Jalen Hurts. Mm. Patrick Mahomes has his uh, his queen, you know. <laughs> his magnesia queen mm-hmm. and Jalen has his Nubian queen and you know obviously they oh we gotta support Jalen Hurts we gotta support Jalen Hurts because he's you know true to his you know blah 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 mm-hmm. when do when do we stop hearing that do we stop hearing that when do people because people celebrate Tangi Brown mm-hmm Right? She got her catch. She got her good guy. He stands by her. He supports her. Eve went and found a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, people like, oh, he's not even black. Not because we see his dad. His dad is you. His dad is black as shit. Dad is you and me. (laughs) He smoked black and milds. Like, you know, I don't know. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) His dad is Shannon Sharp. He's a broke Shannon Sharp. Um and, and really not broke because, mm. you know, five hundred million dollar man is his son. That man um, played professional baseball also. But we but but not we, but people will discount, discredit, and take away Patrick Mahomes black card because he has uh Becky for for a wife. Because that's the the life he chose. 
Yeah, we we can't have it. We're in a society where we're we're conscious by um by pro not by proxy, but by our own advantage. We pick and choose what we want to be conscious about. We pick and choose what what we want to be up in arms about because you can't you can't empower of one one person for doing whatever they want and loving whoever they want, but still shitting on another one for what they do. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Like it, it just doesn't work that way. You can't have it both ways. You know, um, I don't know. <laughs> and you know, Patrick Mahomes' wife, she's always on Twitter wilding out, having going crazy, going she's crazy. So I, I don't know that it's going to work for that very same reason. Um, but you know, let this man love who he wants to love. You know, I mean, he is a biracial child, you know, uh, he's a product of his environment. He's a product of what he knows. Um, you can't tell people what to like. You yeah. can't tell people what to like. But, but we you do, can't tell people but what we to do, be attracted though. to. But we do, though. People, when you when you hear women say, I don't want a short dude. I want a tall, dark skin or a tall, athletic guy. I don't mm-hmm. talk to men shorter than me. All right. You just like tall guys. But when you hear a dude say, I don't like this or like that, it's shaming, you know, it's, it's, it's a double standard. It's mm-hmm. a double standard that we as society do. We pick and choose when we want to call certain things out. It's just, that's how it's always been. It's how it's always been, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think about it one way or the other. Like I said, I think he has bigger problems <laughs> than that. You know, when it comes to her, uh, you know, we've seen that and, with Alicia and Curry. Crazy ass brother. Yeah, we seen that with Alicia Curry, Aisha Curry rather, and she kind of took a step back because she was out there wilding too, you know. So I think these guys with the celebrity wives um, have a little bit more to worry than the average bear. But yeah, man, you you can't you can't come at people for who they love, but you know, empower one person for doing the exact same thing, and then you can talk about the statistic availability of. Listen, hey, hey there are a lot more. Uh, of women out here than men, but listen, there's been one in your life that you turned down that you didn't want for whatever reason. Now they're looking at you with their. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I read something online that was interesting the other day that said, um, uh, women create or women control cheating women cheating what was it women cheating is worse than men cheating because women control who they cheat with and who they sleep with Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. if a woman says no it's not happening right should that should be the way it happens i mean unless in a consensual well yeah let's take out let's take out you know crime (laughs) we're talking about we're talking about just cheating relationships and shit like that in a perfect world a perfect world, man doesn't dictate that, right? Nope. Nope. If a man, if a man is is cheating, it's still the other party that has to consent, mm-hmm. right? What if they don't know he's cheating? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, that's where it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets tricky. That I mean, that's that's a different story. That's a whole yeah. different story. But but to your overall point, if the woman is cheating, she's it's consciously f- and deliberately allowing like, it to happen. Mm-hmm. That's the key. That's what it was. It was women. A, a woman cheating is worse than a man cheating because a woman has one hundred percent control over whether or not it happens. But I would say, and I and I add to that, not only because of that, because they're so great at it. It's so well, great at it. Well, they're Mark. like, yeah, women are cats of, you know, women are cats, men are dogs, you yeah. know. Like like uh, that post in the chat, like a woman to be uh, cheating on a dude and, and have the side dude coming over to help move furniture with her main dude. Bruh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's day. Hey, listen. It's, or it's, worse. It's bold, bro. Showing that birthday parties and it's bold. Like, it's crazy. Like I've watched it in motion. Like I've been at jobs where I've seen somebody pop up somewhere with their spouse, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What you be doing here is hold on. Okay. Yeah, All it's right. Bold. And they talking? <laughs> like, how nah. Nah, they they they're smarter. They're smarter, and you know, um, dudes dudes that dudes are, you know what? Too, I also think um, because there's a lot more is is motion involved that there things are thought out more. Like women think more about it. They 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 just move differently. They move with more intent than than men do. Men are are so dumb and simplistic on it it's just like and that's that's how dudes get reckless you know women women are also women are also more um aware um and sensitive to feelings Mm -hmm. so they think about how it's going to hurt a man's feelings you know before they move and, and so they do everything they can to prevent it it's not that they don't want to get caught it's that they don't want to hurt their man's feeling because women are love loving people they're loving creatures hmm. men on the other hand we think about that in hindsight like damn i hurt her you know men don't think like this is really gonna hurt her women think nah, this i think we do i think we do i think that's where the line comes from the what <laughs> that's where the line comes from no no it, no, it, no but you lie because you don't want to get caught not you yeah. i don't mean you i don't mean you men no, yeah, but you you don't want to get caught because you can't. Because on the one hand, because you don't want loser. Yeah, and the dude and dude will be like, you know, they're doing it because it ain't about you. It's just I'm just doing it, you know. But if a woman has made that decision, it means she's kind of done with you. Like it's it's very rare that when dudes do it, that it means they're done with their entire situation. They're just there's a lot more dudes that just do it to do it. A, a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes do it because of pride. Um, we're prideful, prideful beasts in this world, um, like animals, like dogs, territorial. Primal. Yep, primal, just doing shit. But a woman is she's cheating. She's emotionally over you. Invested. She's emotionally in, invested in, in somebody a, else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Unless she just, you know, you know, skis. Um, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, know which, which everybody exists in both ways. You know, there there are some some players on both sides where there are guys that do it for the motion. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are some terminated women out there that just don't give a shit. So, I mean, I, and I think that's the difference now with our generation that we're having more. We're trying to have more open converse, open conversations to say, like, look, yo, y'all just because because women, a lot of women today will generalize and be like, nah, women ain't like that. Nah, men, we never say that. We always say, I can't speak for that, man, <laughs> but I know what I'm doing because we know how dudes are. We don't try to hide that. But women will really try to hide and justify their friends that they know get down like that and act like a lot of mm-hmm. them are incapable of doing that. Yeah. Oh, no. She's damaged. <laughs> she's been hurt in the past. Or they act like it don't even exist, bro. Or that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we at least at the very least, you ain't never heard no man say, you know, that. that's why that whole black men don't cheat thing was so funny. Because we know that's the exact opposite of what we would say. We wouldn't say that. We'd just be like, I don't I can't speak for that man. What he do is what he do. I don't know about you. But I say that all day. Um (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh all right. So what else is going on in this in the world? (sighs) Is it too early to talk about sports? No, it's right on time. No, we're right about right about where we need to be. Mm-hmm. All star game, all star game, all star weekend. I mean, again, like I posted in the chat. To me, the big difference is always going to be the LeBron factor. Look at that old one all star game. I just shared it. Them dudes were competing, even though they were taking plays off and making business decisions. There was a lot of pride in that shit. You know, and I said it, you know, VP was like, oh, I don't know if it's pride. Nah, yeah, it was pride. Even Kobe came out and said, you know, I took pride in playing in those games. LeBron's era, LeBron ushered in the era where he made business decisions. And, you know, we could be mad at him all day long, but he made business decisions. He decided, look, dog, it's going to be better for us to go out here, have fun and not be really trying to win this all-star game. I'm not getting in a dunk competition. So everything now is just it's just trivial. It's all trivial. You know, even if you think about it, look at look at what he created in the domino effect of the super team era, right? There used to be a point in time where East All-Stars versus West All-Stars was gonna be a dogfight. It was gonna be a competition. Things didn't start to change until you had three players from the Miami Heat on an all-star team, you know, starting, starting, you know what I'm saying? Things became lopsided. So it then became less entertaining to actually have the conferences square off. Now we're doing a draft. So now we can't even get Giannis, um, whoever else is in the East. Like, honestly, I I feel like it's more Western all-stars than there are Eastern all-stars. I don't know. There are. So well, they chose they chose an even amount, but there's more star power out in the of the West, West than being taken yeah. out of the West. Yeah. So, right. you know, when you look at that, it's it's not you're not even playing for anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not even playing for anything at that point. So, that was my feeling about it, and even seeing the clips of old and just comparing what happens today, it's it, it to me it was boring. 
Well, look at the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl's kind of gone in that direction also. Um, now you have the All-Star, All-Star Weekend, All-Star Game, where, you know, like you said, Kobe, when these guys played in the All-Star Games, they were playing with the best players in, in you know, in the world, right? They're playing with the best players in the league, best players in the world, and you want it to be the best of the best. But now they just want to go out there and they want to take the vacation. So if that's the case, then, you know, someone needs to go to the league, one of the players, one of the stars, LeBron, right? Um, <laughs> he's the star. Go to the league and be like, listen, don't change it. Like, we, we're not doing this. Like, we don't we don't want to do this anymore. As, you know, put that into the, the next bargaining agreement, whatever. Like, listen, we need to change this up. The veterans don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Find something else for the Sunday. Because I get it. They don't want to get hurt. They don't want to, ch- you know, chance that or whatever. Um, yeah, because LeBron almost did really get hurt this time. Yeah, the one, one play he got hurt on, he played defense. Mm-hmm. And one of the two defensive plays that happened in the game – which was that one, and then the one where he was block. He blocked Shea, uh, Shea Alexander. But yeah, like it was, you know. We talked about the dunk contest, Mac McClung, last week, um, and that was good to see. It was good to see a, a new name, and maybe on Sundays they need to do something like that. Maybe they need to do, and it, it probably wouldn't be as entertaining because. Um, Maybe they need to do like an all star, all six man game or some shit. Like, you know, six men of the year candidates game or something. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys will get out there and burn because they're trying to be starters or whatever. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, it's something has to happen. And the one thing that definitely needs to happen is it needs to not be the week after Super Bowl. Right. And I know that the NBA can't control that, couldn't control that this year. Um, because the NFL added a game and things changed, right, the last couple of years. So they got an extra week. Move your fucking All-Star weekend. You cannot yeah. compare. No. You can't compare to, to the Super Bowl. The letdown, the the high of the letdown going from there, Rihanna being suspended 200 feet in the air to Matt McClung, the, the, the level of high is just not the same. Right. Post Malone is your guy. Like, th- no. They got to move it. They they gotta move it. They gotta move it back to after, or move mm-hmm. it before, or whatever. Like two weeks later, or something like that. But they will always be now in that shadow of um, the NFL un- until that changes. Because the NFL is just finding ways. As bad as as a person or not person, bad as a commissioner as Goodell is, piece of shit, liar, right? Um, not liar. Um. <laughs> He's he's just not a realist, right? He comes out, oh, our our officiating is at an all time high. No, the fuck, it's not. Stop. Um, stuff like that, little shit like that. Uh, the way he, you know, got a mediator and then still steps in on decisions. Like, <laughs> what's the point? Like shit like that. So, but he's finding ways, money, money ways. He's finding ways to appeal to people. He's partnering with these, you know billionaires uh jeff bezos right like amazon to to get the streaming aspect to it like the nba i forget what it's called nba package like anybody checking for that no more Mm -mm. nobody's buying that no more how much how much of that is a lack of competition in the league i mean first of all defense is out of the window as we just saw the other day right 
And then when you look at some of these teams, can you like think back to our time? I can't find many teams off the top of my head that were just completely irrelevant. Dudes ain't playing defense in regular games no more. No, look that's at that Clippers I, game the other night, hundred seventy six to hundred seventy five. That's what I was Shit. just saying. But I mean, think back to our time in the league, right? Mm-hmm. I can't think of a team. Let's just go from nineteen ninety three to ninety nine. I can't think of that many teams on the uh, that I can count on my hand that were just completely irrelevant. Maybe the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. but. And then but they still they still had the like 90s, they had Brad Doherty, they still had Mark Price. Yeah, you can't like, even they say still that had in the guys. 90s, right? So now you look at a team like Indiana, Sacramento. They got Sacramento, Sacramento's coming up, but I get what you're saying. I mean, Orlando. I'm not watching. I'm not watching even the Magic. I mean, I, I have more faith in the Magic because these guys are young and they're up and coming. But I'm not. You have to find a way to make this league feel important again. And I'm not watching the Pacers game. I'm not doing it. I'm not watching the Pacers game. At least back in the day with the Pacers, you had Reggie Miller. You had Smiths. You had uh, uh, old Chris Mullen. You had Mark Jackson. You had guys that was going. You had um, the Davis brothers, or I think at one point. You you had guys out there that was going to go out there and compete, and they was going to make these games exciting. I don't feel that way about the league anymore. I don't right. feel like I have to watch anything until – May or June. There's too many loopholes. You got loopholes like Russell Westbrook getting traded at the deadline to then get his contract bought out so he can go to create another super team with the with the Clippers after he just left the super super team with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Like the loopholes are crazy and that's where um I don't know why his name is is uh is escaping me but the commissioner, NBA commissioner Adam Silver. Um, Adam Silver needs to, to figure something out. Like you have to figure something out. To your point, the, the the competitive nature in this league is not there anymore. Now it's what team can stack the most talent and that's it. And and, and be healthy, right? Because in the least amount of time. In least amount of time. Because if you take any one of these really, really good teams, the Clippers, um, Celtics. Although they're they're kind of homegrown, um, so I'm not mm-hmm. mad at them. Mm-hmm. So they're a little different. They're a little different because they're homegrown. Um, but the Clippers are built trying. You know they've built something there. Uh, the Lakers, of course, uh, built something like um, Dallas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like these are your teams that you're concerned with. You got teams like OKC who have really good young talent. Josh Giddy, Shea uh, Alexander, um, they have zero chance. Zero chance. Lots of young, good talent, homegrown mm-hmm. talent that, you know, could potentially be stars, but they have no chance because they're playing against teams full of A-listers. Think about the Clippers right now. You got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Russell Westbrook on the same team today. Hmm. You throw Zubak in the mix, who's a really good big man. Um, you know, they got the Mar- the Marcus Morrises, the, you know, the, the other guy, their supporting cast that they brought in, but you have three stellar talent pieces of talent on the, on that team. You yeah. have a Luka Doncic. Back in the day, you would never see a team trading for a point guard when they already had a point guard. 
You got Luka Doncic. I'm gonna go out and trade for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, it's all right? you, all we talking about is scoring. All we talking about is scoring all over the place. There's no, there's no Charles Barkleys. There's no Kemp's. There's no Gary Paytons. There's no guys that are. There's no guys that are leaving it all on the floor. That are dogging, and the guys that you do have out there, they make statements. They be they become known, but. The the league has to reinvest in making the future bright. When when you've got a guy like Le, like LeBron that's played over twenty something years, he's basically held this league in hostage because mm-hmm. he's been the priority of the league and the biggest star for so long. You have to create more star power, and I think that's the difference in the NFL that you can have a Mahomes one day who came, you know, from the bench and and worked his way up. Um, you can have uh, uh, um, what's the kid that's on Cincinnati, Joe Burrow to uh, who's the guy he throws to, Jamar Chase. You have a Jamar Chase. You can have these guys become stars overnight because of football. Any given Sunday, somebody could be a star. In the NBA, if you're you're just promoting and highlighting the same old guys that's been around for the last ten to twenty years. Where's the future of your league going to be? Bro, the Suns just traded for a guy that's hurt. Because he's a superstar to create a super team. They don't even know when he's coming back. Think about that. They gave up really good talent. Bridges is a really good talent. Um, They gave up some really good young talent and some picks for a guy who hasn't played in months and has no timetable of return. That's what our not our league. That's what the NBA, the league that we appreciate, has turned into. Yep, and and it's all with the promise and the premise that we know he'll be back, and it only matter come playoff time. Right. So because everything because else he's in between a star. is a wash. Yep. Yeah, give me the guy that can get me forty on any given night, versus giving me these three guys who can get me forty five. He's gonna fill seats, right? There's a greater chance that he's going to get you to 40 over them getting to 45 consistently. But still, like, it just makes no sense. How, what if he doesn't come back? What if he doesn't make it back this season? You just threw away your whole future. It's crazy. The Lakers are learning that. Lakers are learning that. They did it with you, with your guy, Julius Randle. They did it with um, Brandon, in- Brandon Ingram, Kuzma. They had mm-hmm. all three of those guys at one point. And yep. all three of those guys are the best player on their team today. Because they wanted LeBron James. Yep. And AD together. Now, granted, it, it, it landed in a chip bubble this season, whatever, right? People asterisk that, whatever, however you look at it. But now look at where they're at today. LeBron's going to age out. Clearly, he's getting to the point. I mean, he's still performing high, but he's almost 40. Time, Father time is, I mean, AD can't stay healthy. Yeah. So all that youth that you had. All those guys that will potentially for the next five years be stars, you lost them. Yeah. Yeah. The league, uh, you know, hey, they got to figure something out. Um, get it back. I, even even with the, the, the pass and everything else, shoot, move the games back to NBC. <laughs> it had a better feel back then, you know, than the TNTs and everything else. It had a better feel. I don't know. I like this time of year after football season when the NBA gets um, Sunday day games, like 3 o'clock, 3 p.m. Sunday games. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I, I do like that. So, I, I don't know who's – there's probably a game today, but yesterday there was a 1 o'clock game. And, I know the uh, Hawks play today. It's a bunch of games. It's a bunch of games on the day as I go into the the betting app. But, yeah, Silver, I don't know. They got to they gotta figure something out with the league, man. But uh, speaking of, of stuff today, our boy Jake Paul squares off against uh, Tommy Fury. Oh, that's at two o'clock. Yeah, two p.m. That's in they're they're doing that in, in Dubai. Some country <laughs> there somewhere. Yo, yeah. Jake Paul. Yo, I initially did not like this dude um, for many reasons, but I gotta say, man, he's he's been doing good for the sport of boxing. You know, what I mean, when you're talking about how much these people are getting paid for being on his card, you know, all the attention he's drawing. Um, of course, there's the the idea and the rumors that everything is scripted and people are tanking for the money, which I hope isn't true. And I think it's going to be less true when it comes to Tommy Fury. But, you know, when you're talking about somebody who's setting up the bag for the athlete, this guy, this guy is doing it right. Mm. Doing it right. Um, I said it. I said it uh, months back that you have to respect him because. He looks like a good boxer. Um, uh, let me take that back. He looks like a boxer. His, <laughs> his, he's picked. He's picked up. You know, uh, the footwork. He's picked up how to throw a punch. Mm-hmm. Head movements. He's stocky. He's a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like he's hitting hard when he's hitting. So no question. So I'm. I, I give him that, and that's everything that he wanted to do. And if that's what his goal and his dream was, was to be a boxer, and he took his star power from being a social media guy and made it this, then you can't. You can't knock the guy. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't knock him for it. Um, if it's scripted, which I think some of it is personally, um, uh. I can live with it at this point. But you're going to get to a point where it can no longer be scripted, right? The scripted piece was. It's up and coming. I'm up and coming. Let me get my name out there. Nobody's going to fight me. Like, no one who's a real fighter is going to fight me, Jake Paul. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I need to find guys. I find a company that backs me, right? I find a company that's willing to give me X million dollars. I find a guy who's willing to take a die for a million bucks. You know what I mean? 1.5, right? I'm still making... I'm making five. I'm making four. Whatever I'm making. And... My star power just went from here to here. Mm-hmm. Now my my bag gets bigger every time. Every time he does this, his bag gets bigger, right? And every time he fights, he's fighting a more more notable name. Yeah, he hasn't fought any boxers, right? He's fought fighters, but no boxers, right? Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva, yeah, but but, 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 but I mean like professional, background. but not someone who has like a professional boxing career. Right? Yeah, he had, he had one, but not his his. That wasn't what he was most known for. Plus, he was. He's like 50, so. Right. So now today, right, now he's reached that point where I really do feel like um, Tommy, is that his name? Tommy Fury? Tyson's the brother. Tommy Fury, yep. I feel like Tommy Fury is not interested in the bag. Not interested in the take a dive. Take a dive, yeah. I can't see Um, it either. And so with that, this guy is a boxer. He's had professional fights. He's had professional training. You're going to get to see this guy today, Jake Paul, that is. And if he looks good, then everything he's done over this last three, four years 
is a success. It's paid off. It's a success yeah. because now if he looks good, he knocks this guy out. Now he's gonna he's going to get fights, mm-hmm. and he's gonna get talked about even more. And and success done. Yeah, I agree. You know? And and it's funny to me because Tommy Fury has backed out of this fight twice now, and I've watched his fights. You know, he's big, uh, but very very not flexible and not fluid in the ring. And you know, like you said, you know, hated a lover. Jake Paul has been doing some training, you know, mm-hmm. and he he has like a natural flow to him. To me, he has a natural type flow to him. To where he looks fluid when he's throwing his hands, man. So, you know, I ain't gonna lie, man. I I wanted I wanted Tommy Fury initially to knock him out, but then, you know, having to make his weight these last two times, and I, I'm just gonna go with the American man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh. I'm gonna go with Paul. Well, the flip side to it too is he's created this narrative to where even if he loses, he wins. <laughs> right. Because he has an excuse. Right. And even if it's not his excuse, even if he doesn't come out and say it, the world is going to say, see, told you it was scripted. Mm-hmm. Right? He was never a boxer anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's losing, but not losing. Right. But if, he, but if he wins. That's a big win. Even though Fury, even though Fury's only got nine pro fights, he's still a pro guy. And his brother is the world heavyweight champ. He's coming from a family of boxing that have prided themselves on boxing, that have made it this far on boxing. His brother, his big brother, is a heavyweight champion, most dangerous man in the square circle today. So it's got to mean something. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Um, where is it? Is it on I think ESPN it's supposed to come Plus? on Dazzin, Dazon, oh, whatever that right, right. is. D-A-Z-N, that, that uh, yeah. sports, boxing, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have that, so I need to figure a way to, another way to watch it. Actually, you need to figure a way to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a link somewhere for sure. It'll be a link somewhere for sure. Yeah, but I definitely, I would like to, um, I would like to watch it. Um, if it starts at 2 o'clock, that's the undercards, right? You know what? I don't really see. I think it might be. I think it's like two fights on the card. I know it's one other than them, but I'm not sure. Not that sure. Floyd Mayweather fought last night, too. Oh, he did end up having that fight? Yeah, an exhibition fight uh, against against one of the old MMA guys. Old, um, MMA guy trying to box, but I mean, it's typical. I'll tell you what, though. He's, he's losing a step, though. He's losing the step. He looked oh, yeah. much slower. He looked much slower. He he better relax with that. He better relax with that one. He looked much slower. So we'll see. As much as he got paid for that, I, I don't think he even he even cared, man. No. So there's um. All right, let's see. It looks like there's. Oh yeah, you're right. There's only two, three, three undercards on that fight. Uh, let me see. Four. Uh, mm. Bader Samreen mm. versus Viorel Simeon. Mm. Eight rounder. I know better, uh, better Bev is fighting, I think, tonight as well. Moosin, Kaysen. It's a lot of, a lot of uh, Middle Eastern guys fighting. 
Uh, that's the second fight. Third fight is another guy against Ronald Martinez, another Middle Eastern guy. So that one, Badu Jack and Alungu. That's what I meant, Badu Jack. Yeah. Badu Jack and Alungu Makabu. That's the fourth fight, and then we'll get the... The, yeah, uh, Badu Jack is Badu Jack is a two-time division champion. He's moving up to fight this guy who's a little. They're both over thirty-five, if I'm correct. Um, that should be an interesting fight because those are two, those are two solid pros. I'm I'm pulling for my man Badu Jack to uh to win this, but he's not the favorite. So, but you know he's bringing you a good night of boxing. Um, and I mean he gets it. He gets it. Nothing else. He gets it. So we'll see. They're expecting the main event to be about five o'clock Eastern time. That works for me. So, yeah. So we got some time on that. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um. So you got you got uh, Jake Paul winning it. I do. I got him winning it. I think it goes more than six and a half rounds. I think is the line. I think it goes more than six and a half rounds. Um. I think it'll be a couple knockdowns one way or the other, but I think it goes more than six and a half rounds. If anything, I'm gonna take that the over on six and a half rounds. And I think if he if it goes that long, he's gonna win on decision. I'm gonna take Fury in three. That's that's that could very well happen. I, I don't I don't listen. I I don't I'm not super confident in it. Um, as much as I respect the, the hustle and the grind, I want to see Jake Paul get knocked out. Like, I want to see him get knocked out. <laughs> I want to see him get put to sleep. And, and you know, not only do I want to see it, but I also want to see if he comes back from it. Yeah, that would right? be the can real it, test. Can his image support it? You know, does it then become, all right, that was fun while it lasted? Or does he come back and get another fight and, and be better next time? Right. Right. That's the so there's test. there's so much to be told here and so much to be seen if he should lose his fight. And so, um, yeah, Fury in three. Let's go. Let's go, I mean, Tommy. That's not bad. It's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. Uh, yo, did did you have anything else before I introduce something else? <laughs> no. Benji's. Oh, good. We, Let's we go. about the beef about Ant Man, bro. Ant Man was a phenomenal film. Ant Man was not phenomenal at all. Was it, it too slow for you? No, that wasn't the part. That wasn't the bad part. It was just too cheesy. It was it was Swiss cheese. Like the jokes they were pushing way too hard. It just uh and now I you know it's it's tough for me because I love all of these films and I want. You know, we come from that era where we saw the old Captain Americas and the old it, that stuff was bad. But we we've, we've been spoiled since 2008. But um, I I'm just worried about the future and where they're actually trying to go because they're making you think way too hard for this shit. They're well, make- <laughs> so I think what what they're doing to that point, um, they're making it a business decision mm-hmm. they're making it to where you need to go out and get disney plus and watch loki and watch uh uh what was the other one um with scarlet witch uh wandavision wandavision and all of this stuff right so they can make a buck there and then and then rebuild what marvel 
is going to look like. They lost their stars. Mm -hmm. They lost them. They're done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think we see Robert Downey Jr. soon. Uh, he said he's bored. He said he's tired of being retired. I do think they're going to find some way to write, even if it's like a throwback scene. You know, this is a prequel scene. It won't be a whole movie, but I think we'll see him soon. And I hope we do. Um, but I think they're also buying time until they can get so they don't screw it up. X-Men, Fantastic Four, like going, going. And because when that comes, there's there's no going back. There, you can't lose unless you screw it up. Right, like we've seen Fantastic Four be screwed up before, but unless you really, really screw this up, screw that up, that is a cash cow, and that's a ten-year venture, easily. But see, I think, yeah, I think you're right, and I, I know you're right because Marvel is Marvel and Disney are banking on the fact that they have the casual fans in their pocket. The only problem is, I think, is the time. Because everything that they're doing, they're they're basically just telling you, be patient, dog, be patient, you know. And it's like it, that ain't gonna last for too long. You can't keep giving. Like yeah. Ant Man was was Ant Man wasn't the worst, but it it just it could have been so much more. And then you're promising folks all of this stuff with Kang, which is gonna be great on film, right? Because Jonathan Majors is just hot and seemingly can't miss right now, right? Mm -hmm. But you're also asking people to really try to understand what you're doing. Meanwhile, everything that they are doing, it hasn't really been done before. They're taking some pieces from the from the books, but they're making their own thing about it. And now you're pretty much just giving people something to hold them over. And I don't know that that this uh, this is a fickle society. So, I mean, they're taking a big risk on thinking that people are just going to buy in. Which the numbers show that they do, um, but I don't know how long it's going to last that long. I think people will always buy in specifically because of the name tag. It's almost like Gucci belts. Mm -hmm. They could be the worst manufactured thing in the world. Never, you know, you'll never know it, but people will continue to buy it. Um, you know, the 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 dollar for dollar comparison to a twelve dollar belt at Walmart. Mm -hmm. could could be way off and people are going to buy it for the name tag. And I think, you know, you have that with Marvel. Um, they're going to start appealing. Think about it. Marvel's been around. When was the first Avengers? Uh, that had this, to be like old. This studios, these studio movies have been around since 2008. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. So we're talking about we're 14 years now, right? Mm -hmm. So th think about you, me, right? We're We're a demo. But the demo that they need to appeal to, if they're going to have lo extreme longevity, they'll have longevity no matter what. But if they're talking about extreme longevity, those kids that were born in 08 are 14 now. Right? Mine. <laughs> Mine. Right. So from 08 to 2013, 2014, when they were about five or six and they started watching, you know, really? the Captain America. They got them. The, the Iron they Man. They got them. Right? They got, they got her. <laughs> and so they got it. Right. So from now. It's they're that's why I say they're gonna always have that price tag or their name tag. They're always gonna move, pair them with Disney. Same thing, you know. They're they're different in the sense of like Star Wars. Star Wars is trying to do that too. Like mm, you see, Star, they threw they threw Star Wars got it. Star Wars got well, it. Well, well, I mean, I mean, when you're talking about appealing to the younger age, right? Mm. Star Wars is one of those things that gets passed down like your dad's fucking uh, pocket watch, right? Mm -hmm. 
But now they're also trying, you saw the Mandalorian come out, they're trying to appeal to these young, you got to find ways to not just be the same Star Wars movies, that's all you got to show. Um, eventually it ages out. So I think that's where Marvel is right now. Star Wars has done that. I think Marvel's doing that. They've partnered with Disney uh, or been owned by Disney. And yeah. I think that's Disney's vision is, all right, let's, we ha- we're we going to have the, the comic, you know, um, Snobs, commu- community, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to have them no matter what because they're going to want to see it. Now we need to find a way to ca- capture everyone else. We need to get these kids who didn't read comic books because reading isn't a thing anymore. Mm. You read comic books. I read comic books. Kids don't read comic books these days. Like there was a time where everyone was into comic books, right? 70 to 80% of kids were into comic books at some point. Um, It's not like that. And I mean reading. Now, you might have a 10%, 12% of the kids these days will actually sit down and read a comic book. Um, Think about when's the last time you heard anybody or any kid, and I'm sure there's some out there, but to be like, oh, I got to go because the new edition is, is coming out. You know what I mean? The new Wolverine is coming out. I got to go. Like, that was me on Friday nights. Yo, we got to go to we got to go to the mall because we got to go to Shakespeare's. Shakespeare's was a comic book store in the mall. Sh- comic book and video game store. Tell my pops, yo, we got to go to Shakespeare's tonight. The new Wolverine's coming out. No, you're right. You know, it just. Right. Um, so I think they're, they're, they're it's unfortunate because the product is taking a hit from. Um, an overall standpoint for people like yourself. Um, I go into it. You guys know, I always tell you, I go into it thinking, all right, well, let me accept it for what it is. Paul Rudd, when you talk about the jokes, this guy hasn't been the same since he got away from um, Jonah Hill and those guys. When you talk about the joke aspect of it, Mm -hmm. you're going to get some good one-liners from him here and there, but he's not a fun guy. He's Eddie Murphy, right? Let me, let me scale that back. Eddie Murphy in the sense of I love Eddie Murphy when he's raw. Pause. I don't love Eddie Murphy as Dr. Doolittle. You know what I'm saying? Is he funny? Eh, yeah. But he's not Eddie Murphy that we know. Paul Rudd's the same way to me. I love Paul Rudd in fucking old school. I love him in Superbad or in all of, all those types of films. I like him in Ant Man. I think he's got he's doing well there, and I'm sure him he's doing great there, money wise and everything. But yeah, when you when you talk about jokes, these are still remember they got to be Disney jokes. <laughs> you know, it was um, cheese. It was cheese was in that sense, man. But I, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer still got the chops, and Michael Douglas, man, Michael Douglas is older than all of them. Yeah, and, uh, still some got guy. This chops. guy doesn't age, man. Yeah, he don't age. He still got the acting chops. I think you hit it on the head, though. I think it's a filler film, um, and and you know even in the post credit scene, spoiler alert, you know the Loki connection was there. So yeah, yeah, that's why I'm saying I think they they want people to go back and subscribe to Disney Plus, watch these shows. I um I'm also what I'm in, I am excited for is Guardians of the Galaxy. They never miss on those to me. The second one was terrible. I liked it. The second one was terrible. James uh, Gunn. James I didn't like Gunn, the beginning of it. James Gunn is horrible. And that's where I, I, I'm leaving the DC ship right now. Because after a few films come out, they're giving James Gunn all of the, the uh, rights to do whatever. And I think that's going to be horrible. Um, 
I mean, we got to get through Aquaman and the Flash is supposed to be phenomenal. Um, Aquaman taking hits because of Amber Heard. Well, yeah. Sheesh. And I mean, the fact that you have a guy who's not a good actor. Yeah, he's we just, use that. He's a, he's a pretty face. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They they got him because he's bu- he's bulky. Chicks love him. Long hair. Samoan, you know, all of that. But he he's a horrible actor. He's not good on screen. He's Michael B. Jordan. Horrible actor. Horrible actor, but they love him. Okay, that's a different take, but all right. Last time Michael B. Jordan did something that I was like, yo, that was a great performance. Fruitville Station? That's exactly what I was going to say. That's why I let you say it. Think about it. Wakanda. Hi, auntie. (laughs) What the (laughs) fuck? I think he. I think he. Uh, I think he does all right. I he did his. Know. He did. He did the pro black. You know, for our ancestors. Blah blah blah. Like he did that in Wakanda, <laughs> right? He's just not. He's he's not a great actor. Um, I think he's a, we'll see more of him. I think the Creed movies, you see a little bit more of his range sometimes. Even the one that he did, and I thought it. I actually liked the movie, but he wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't a good actor in it, where he played the lawyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just um, cause, I think, yeah. I, I like that movie a lot. I really like that movie a lot. But I didn't like. I thought he was still marginal there for the for the star power that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about Jason Momoa. Similarly, hmm. shit. They put him in a. They put him in a, a show C where he can't see. <laughs> like, I've never watched that. There, just stand there and be pretty, dog. Like that's that's what you do. I never watched that. But on the flip side, then you get to Guardians and you got guys that are good actors. And the one that's not Vin Diesel, he's a tree. <laughs> so Marvel's smart about this shit. Like, yeah, we're going to get this guy. We're going to get him. He's pretty. People love him. He's going to play a tree. He's going to play a, a CGI character. Hmm. But we're going to surround him with the likes of a Chris Pratt and um, Zoe uh, Zaldana. Zoe Zeldana, the one that plays yeah. my guy, um, Rocket. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Like you got good actors surrounding this guy. Even even um Batista, people love this guy. They're saying he's a great actor. I think he does well in a lot of roles. I think he does well. Yeah, they you said know, he did I, excellent in um that one that's on Netflix right now, the Silver Spoon or whatever, Mirror or something, whatever that one is. Black Cabin? Oh, no, not Black Cabin. Something Cabin is the new joint he has um with M Night Shyamalan. But you know, even Hotel Artemis, he's had different roles. I think you know, I think he's I think for he's a good. wrestler, yeah, he's good. yeah, I think he's good. Um, I don't know, I don't, I mean, I think I had to go back and look at Michael B. Jordan in certain ways, but. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy they gotta they gotta come correct because number two was trash. That, that one was trash. You gonna watch Creed? Yeah, eventually I'm gonna see that for sure because I just you know I, I've always appreciated what it has meant to the Rocky series. Um, how in 1985, you know Rocky creates Rocky Four, and now it's 2023. This shit is still going from that the- one movie. I do want to see. I just don't know if I want to stand by Sly. Well, so, well, Sly isn't in this one at all. In exactly. Yeah. And he said he's not going to see it. Oh. He said he's not going to see it. He's not going to watch it. He doesn't support it because they cut him out. 
Oh, really? I missed that. So that's why I asked if you're going to go see it. And and I, I think I'm going to see it. Like, I mean, listen, Sylvester Stallone ain't paying my bills. So uh, he, he, don't, <laughs> he don't care. He don't care about me. So I'll probably see it. But um, but yeah, I mean, the fact that they cut him out is kind of it's kind of rough. Yeah, I don't know how much I don't know how much. Yeah, I don't know how much truth that is. I don't I don't know. I didn't see. Well, I mean, if he's saying that you said he said that directly, then. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He ain't hurting though. I mean, he got the Tulsa King. You know, he's 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 killing it right now. So he ain't hurting. So yeah, and he's damn near seventy. Like, oh no, he's bad. I be, I thought he was older than seventy. Uh, seventy six. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. So that's Stallone is up there. Up yeah. there. So. He don't look shit near seventy. Not in uh, Tulsa King, at least. He was doing good there. Did a yeah. great job. Yeah. Uh, you've been watching anything else? Um, same old stuff. It's been um, it's been uh, Mayor of Kingstown, which is falling off the rails to me. Um, then I watched uh, what was it? BMF still, you know, going, um, waiting for the other power stuff to come back around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think it's been much else new. Same old Chicago PD stuff, uh, SWAT, them type shows. Nothing, nothing major. I started Mary Kingstown, and I like it. Um, I started again, let's say, and mm. I like it because um, I like I like Jeremy Renner in that in that show. He's pretty damn raw, uh, and I like it. Um, so I like that. I've been and I watched Fresh Prince. Or Bel Air, yes. I forgot about I watched that. the I watched F- the first first episode of Bel Air. Yes, and um, I'm starting to like that kid, man. The one that plays Will. I'm starting mm. to like him. I liked him a little bit at the end of last season. I didn't like him at the beginning of the season. I thought he was not a good actor, but they just I thought they cast him just because he looked like the guy, and you know he's light skin. But he's getting better. Um, he's doing he's doing much better. I thought this first episode was really good um, to me personally. I like the Carlton actor. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I told you I didn't like him at first, but I like him. Um, I like the spin on Jeffrey. Yeah, you know I, I like how they're kind of modernizing it. Uh, I still don't really like the the dad so much. I like um, Uncle Phil. He's a goat. He's the goat, man. He's the only one actually sacrificing and doing, trying to do the right thing. Everybody else around him just taking from him and and shitting on him. Yeah, I guess. Um, Tatiana Alito came back. I got all the feels, all the feels. Yeah. I, that woman still looks phenomenal. Yeah. Still looks phenomenal. I like the new Hillary. I like Coco. I like how. You know, I like to spin. I I just can't help watching the show and thinking that something seriously negative is gonna happen. Like it just has that tone. It has no type of. Oh, it's going to. Yeah, it has no it's tone a drama. to feel they have good. To. Yeah, yeah it's nothing feel good about it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's you nasty. you saw how you saw how it ended. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like so you know it's about to turn, which I think is where we're gonna see Uncle Phil get involved, and I think it's gonna get it's gonna get better, man. But I think they did good. I didn't. People are saying they saw a lot of ads and stuff. I didn't see no ads, no commercials. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, so I knew to you know eventually come back to it. You know they had a lot of ads. Uh, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing on mm-hmm. fucking social media. 
I guess maybe because I haven't watched anything. What is Peacock? CBS? Mm-hmm. Or NBC. NBC. It's something I local. I haven't watched anything there, so that could be why. Right. Um, But I watched that. I know you watched it. Um, I look forward to continuing that Um, that show. I think it's going to be... I'm unclear when it's going to air, though. Like, the airing of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I looked I, it up, and all the episodes say are they February twenty third, no, but I don't know when it's. Oh, you thought they're gonna out. drop all ten? So the twenty third was what day of the week? That that tells me it's probably gonna be every week on that day. Uh, that was three days ago. So I don't know. Friday. Friday. So they're gonna maybe every Friday. I don't know. Or every third. Well, Friday's a weird day, but maybe, maybe. Um. Yeah, so I'm gonna watch that. Uh, I look forward to to continuing that. There was something else I was gonna say about it, and I completely lost my chain of thought on it. Oh, the one thing I hate about it is I can't stand that word, John. I hate it. I mean, it's Philly, though. I know, and that's probably why I hate it. <laughs> it epitomizes Philly. I hate it. I hate when E says it. I hate when E types it. And I read it in our chat. <laughs> it's not a bad word, man. I, I hate it. when you say it. Hey, you go to school around them for so long, you know, it's, it's going to come off you. No, they can hold on to that. I don't want no parts of that. I heard, uh, t- speaking of stupid uh, stupid slang, I heard, um, damn, I lost, see, just that quick, man. My brain is, I'm getting old. Um, Hold on. Talk for a second. I'm going to find it. Uh, Texas, there's a... <laughs> I saw somebody post something that, that something came back that I don't ever being a thing, but I guess this is starting to be a thing in the hood out there in, in Texas. And it is Cool Beans. Cool the, Beans? People been saying that. The thugs are saying Cool Beans now. Well, not just saying it. Like, people say it, but like, this is... It's like a thing. Like, John now. Cool beans has been a thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a word. Like people would say it, but like, like not like a. Yeah, that's weird. Cool Y'all be beans. saying you be saying cool beans. No, nah, but I've I've seen a lot of people say it. I mean, I say it every once in a while. If I'm if I'm jokingly being like the the cooler office person, but uh, yeah, not nah, you know. No, but that's you're talking about like a professional funny way. Yeah. This is like a this is like like when people say dope. You know what I'm saying? Or what was the one when um that people were saying that we really got annoyed with recently? Um, Respectfully. <laughs> oh. I delete emails as soon as I see it. As soon as I see respectfully, I'm like, "Stop. Stop. Come on. Do better." Yeah. We we well, you know we'll always be that society that can only wear nice clothes if we keep yeah. doing if we yeah. keep doing this yeah that's what it's all about go to the school slang, the vernacular the the, the bonics everything yeah, yeah cool beans is slang now cool that's beans different. cool beans daddy o <laughs> <laughs> that's different no nah, I'm not with you I'm not riding with that one um you right. you you're officially the old man get off my lawn. With everything. It just doesn't... It sounds like weird. It just doesn't sound like something that... Like, the cool the cool people say cool beans. 
It's been around. Maybe yeah. I have to hear how people say it. I have to hear it used in a sentence. Nah, it's just it's nah. It's not gonna uh it's not gonna hit you any less. <laughs> like remember when, when people started saying holla? Like that's what cool beans is now. Well that was but that was from your boy Jay Z. And and yeah, but I mean but but I'm just saying in the in the sense of it's something that people are using, like you would say bye to someone on the phone. I holla. I holla. Holla back. Now it's like cool beans. <laughs> Yo, what you doing today? Not nah, chilling. You wanna go to the club? Yeah, I'm gonna pick you up about eight. All right, cool beans. Like you gotta say it. Like it's nah, I'm not with it. I'm sorry. I can't. I, cool I beans. Yo, what time we pot in? Oh, I'll be ready about ten thirty. All right, cool beans. I'm gonna start saying it now just to fuck with you. Yeah, I'm gonna delete <laughs> you out of my life if you... <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, man. All right. Well, I think uh what else you got? Anything? I'm at the end of my uh end of my rope. Nah, I ain't got nothing, man. I think nothing we, pressing. I think we covered some random things today. A lot of good stuff. Um uh, maybe VP will join us again next week. I'm about to kick his damn chest in about a bunch of stuff, but it seems like the days that I have controversial stuff to give him a hard time about, he finds uh, ways to disappear. Yeah, when he when he can't when he can't die on the hill and defend uh, defend the all blue mighty. It's like the his, all mighty blue. It's like his intuition uh, disappear. Hey, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. We're not gonna start that. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's all I got, man. I will. Uh, do you want to take us out? Or you want me to do the VP? Nah, you got a champ. I got. See what these kids are breaking upstairs. Yeah. All right. Well, Castworthy Podcast, uh, you know where to find us just about. And if you don't, it's uh, listed below, right down there. Um, at Castworthy underscore podcast on Instagram, at Castworthy pretty much anywhere else. If you search for us, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Spreaker. You can find, listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeart, pretty much anywhere where you can get um, your podcast content. You can hear us. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Search for Castworthy, Castworthy Podcast. Like, follow, comment, send us some information, send us some topics, all that fun stuff. Um, like we always say, reach out and touch someone. Call your peoples. Tell them you love them. Uh, it's a tough world out there, man. And uh, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat station. 9 a.m. planned, usually 10 a.m. because these fools is always late. And uh, that's all we got for you. So be safe. And uh, we'll hear from you next week. Peace.